Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. As I always say, I'm so happy to be back here. Um, recording this podcast is really something that brings me so much joy and seeing the amount of resonance that I've had lately. Um, and it's just been really fascinating. A lot of you guys have been messaging me and saying how much the podcast resonates with you, which just makes me feel really fulfilled. Because when I create these podcasts, not only do I share um, you know, I guess personal knowledge or understanding, but a lot of it is like channeled content. Like I'll have my key points of things that I've grasped and energetic things I picked up on or lessons learned or things I feel like might be of value to the collective and then I kind of allow it to be channeled through me and then hearing that it resonates just kind of brings things really full circle for me and inspires me to continue, you know, doing this. So if you're new, welcome. As I always say, I love when you guys tag me when you're listening to the podcast um, on Instagram story or on Instagram in general. I love reposting your stories, um, kind of reposting when all of you guys are sharing. Some of you guys will share when you're on your way to work or when you're working out or walking your dog or drinking coffee or whatever it may be or doing your makeup in the morning. And I love when you guys screenshot and tag me on Instagram story so I can repost you so we can kind of just expand the community. So if you're listening and you feel compelled, <laughs> feel free to screenshot the podcast. I'd love to repost you uh, that you're listening and feel free to write what you're doing or take a photo of what you're doing. You know, I love that stuff. So today I have kind of some big themes to talk about and like a lot of, um, I feel like a lot of energy to share, I guess. So you know, every week is different um, depending on kind of what I sense or what I'm feeling energetically. And some weeks I feel like there's a lot and a lot to unpack. And this week I feel like is really, there's a lot to unpack. So, you know, buckle up, buttercup. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's just kick it off. I mean, we could sit here. I we usually talk about what's going on, you know, energetically. There was an Aquarius full moon last week. Um, I think we probably, we discussed that last week though. So there's really not too much to say. We talked that, yeah, that was basically, we talked about that in last week's episode. So if you want to hear more about that, we can hear that. And obviously right now it's a waning moon. So it is really a period of letting go, which is one of the topics that I will talk about. Um, and yeah, I'll just hop on into the topic. So the first topic I want to talk about is this concept of emotionally closed off people. I feel like this topic is very, very Mm, it's not that it's not talked about enough, but it's not really explained well in what's really going on psychologically and energetically in a person. So, you know, even maybe some of you, I'm assuming the, the, those of you that are listening because you're resonating with this frequency probably aren't emotionally closed off because you probably would not be listening to a podcast like this. But basically, there's this, so I guess you, I'm sure you've all heard that quote like, oh, if, you know, someone's not being kind or love them harder, love people harder, you're not loving someone enough, when really it, that's completely not what is going on. So basically when someone either experiences some sort of, I guess trauma is really a blanket term and maybe not even the correct word because it could, it's, it could be not traumatic, you know what I mean? It could be like a child, their parent, um, Okay, so basically, there's a lot. Of, I'm just gonna give an example. There's a lot of people who just won't let love in, and even if someone's kind to them, it's almost like triggering. I've experienced experiences like like directly as well, because I'm also not only like mindful, but I'm empathic. So I can really sense people's energy. So there are literally people, and a lot of people actually. I mean, now that healing modalities and everything like that are becoming more widespread, it's greater, and people are learning so many more healing techniques. Whether that be healing, you know, through energy work or through crystals or through yoga meditation reiki eft like 
Talk about EFT in um, a video, actually, uh, emotional freedom technique tapping. If you guys know what that is, if you don't, I'll talk about a video and I'll demonstrate it in an upcoming video. So be sure you're subscribed to, um, it's me at Barked, be sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel if you want to be there for that. But it's really amazing that there are so many healing modalities. But these healing modalities, the person has to want to heal themselves. You know what I mean? And the issue is that oftentimes the people who need the most healing are the people who are going to refuse it. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't believe that they need it. The more obviously mindful and open in general you are, and then the more you begin your healing work, the more you're going to be open to more of that. But initially, it still takes a... An, a certain level of you know recognition and wanting to change and oftentimes this wanting to change for most people only comes through some sort of crisis or some sort of hitting of rock bottom of when they have no option but to change you know if someone's comfortable in a certain situation and I don't really like using this expression, but it's for me what I can illustrate the most. If someone's just like in the so to say matrix and that's not the fully correct term, but you know what I mean in um, they haven't really explored their cosmic consciousness and they're very just like living in the very material physical realm um, and doing the same things continuously day in and day out. They're not and they feel comfortable in that. They're, why would they, someone decide to step outside of themselves and change? Also people who... I mean, this is, I'm going to bring this like really full circle. I'm going to just touch on all topics. So that's how we're going to kind of talk about this. It's like, even if someone has issues, they almost learn their, their having of issues is their norm. So they're, the wanting to change is very difficult because although you and I may see like, oh, someone has issues very clearly and there's nothing wrong with having issues. We all through, you know, like through our childhood acquire certain beliefs that probably don't serve us through our friendships, through our relationships. And obviously the more mindful you are and, um, you know, whether you're working, on healing yourself or with an energy healer or worker or therapist or whatever it may be like the more you know you uncover and um like basically understand and then we can release emotions from your energetic body and from your subconscious mind so to say obviously that's where like healing occurs but not everyone is doing that <laughs> and so that's kind of where this comes in so if someone yeah like i'm saying has some sort of I don't like issues is not the correct word, but some sort of basically strong beliefs or even like maybe they're not even strong, but beliefs that really don't serve them. But they've been living that way for so long. There's not going to be a desire to change. So going off to emotionally close off people, this can either be, you know, in they, so people whom they're literally people who like kindness and love is uncomfortable to them. Like you being kind and compassionate and showing, you know, some sort of care and love literally triggers feelings of like almost panic inside them. And if you're not the type of person, it's hard for you to understand unless you've either encountered it one-on-one -on -one and are mindful and kind of can comprehend, um, on I mean, even an academic level, I guess, academics is the correct term, but even on like a structural level, what's going on, but it's almost like hard to comprehend when you don't live this way, right? So, but a lot, a lot of people, I don't want to say like a majority, but a lot of people are living this way to a certain extent. It's also, of course, a scale. Not everyone is fully emotionally closed off where they can fully reject um, feelings of kindness or whatever it may be. It can be on a lower scale. There's, it's obviously, it can start low and go very high and i think that though a lot of people are on this scale um and i guess in terms of spirituality speaking i mean their heart chakra is basically closed or blocked off um but basically what happens as i was saying is either some sort of experience in their childhood or even young adulthood that's not worked through where either they were extremely hurt by someone that they uh loved or you know what i mean there's some sort of something happened where like love there was 
trauma in love in terms of like regarding love like at, at different situations you know different things can trigger that being betrayed or whatever it may be uh, or in childhood there is either you know a neglect and not um so let's say a kid is crying and is like mom like um like i, I need help and mom would be like no like i'm not going to talk to you until you're not crying instead of being like cons- con- kind and you know consoling or it could also be where like a kid would express great love to their mom or dad, whoever may be in their life as a child, and it wouldn't be reciprocated. Like the parent would react coldly or ignore them or be on their phone. Like the kid would be like, I love you, mommy, so much. And the mom would be like, yeah, yeah, and then run out the door or whatever. That's why, I mean, this is a whole other topic. People, I, There literally needs to be like a training for people, I feel like, to have children. To me, it's almost baffles me that just like obviously anyone can quote unquote have a kid. I mean, anyone can have, not anyone, but most people <laughs> kids can have sex and then have a child or even not most many people have infertility but you get what i'm saying like it just there's so the thing how a parent behaves in the early or both parents in their environment um from a child from when they're young impacts a child so so much i've read a lot of books on children's psychology actually so and yeah it's just that's a whole other topic but childhood is so important the way a parent reacts the way a parent makes eye contact you know a child especially very early on it doesn't have conditioning yet so they basically are being conditioned as they are growing up they're almost like i don't want to say a blank slate because a child does come in still with their own soul and purpose and whatever which will later kind of be you can see tidbits of that as they grow up but their kind of behavioral patterns and subconscious mind and conscious mind at that point um yeah subconscious mind is being programmed so that can often happen to people also if that gets double combined so let's say a child not only had uh, a parent who's emotionally unavailable or something of that nature some sort of childhood event that prevented them from being open and then additionally later in life because of that experience they attract someone similar to that in a relationship sense that and that goes awry that person will then you know i mean that will go to an even more extreme level and to these people literally if you're even kind it's like triggering and people who um actually her name she's incredible new mind frame she talked about this on twitter and she was saying that she actually was like this like because of um, things that she's experienced in a child in relationships was extremely emotionally closed off and I'll read you one of her tweets, but she talked about for her, like, it would cause panic attacks when, like, someone would be kind or loving towards them. And most people, first of all, aren't even mindful enough to understand what was going on. She's obviously, if you know, she's a tarot reader, um, which, and she's very into uh, spirituality and all of that. But, you know, if you're mindful, you can understand what's going on. You can be like, I, wow, like, yes. I experienced childhood trauma and relationship trauma and now I see how I'm reacting that already in itself takes a level of mindfulness right most people aren't even at that they're just normally reacting like someone's being nice to them and they're just it's their instinct to push it away it's not even they're not even understanding that like oh wow like why am I pushing away kindness or why am I pushing away good people and only allowing people who don't treat me well to be in my life it that realization oftentimes doesn't even come right it happens all so subconsciously and so i guess it's really incredible to hear from someone who was this way to kind of understand um what was going on so she basically she tweeted a lot of tweets you can look at them i just screenshotted two there's a whole thread but she really she tweeted basically one very important fact that people overlook is that an emotionally closed off person has to make the conscious decision to open up you being loving and caring towards them is not enough they have to choose to be open up and take baby steps in doing so people become emotionally closed off for a reason it's a defense mechanism because they most likely experience some sort of deep pain you can be the most loving person in the world but you are still a threat to them it's not personal 
Um, and she talks about how like her process, I'll quote, she was like, and the process was extremely painful. So please don't take it personally when an emotionally closed off person doesn't open up to you. It's a delicate process and it has nothing to do with whether you're good enough. It has nothing to do with whether they love you or not enough. It has everything to do with whether or not they're ready to face the pain inside of them. Some people are never ready and I can't blame them. It isn't easy. So that was like a really lovely, I guess, like example or a great um additional like sub what's the what's the word like that that was a great addition to this conversation basically and so yeah i just feel like people really don't understand this kind of what's going on energetically in people and so that's why i kind of just want to talk about it more so it's more easily understood so basically again most people aren't even at that level of mindfulness to understand. Basically, like, I can give you, like, uh, a, like a personal example. So, like, I know somebody who, like, I already could, could tell was this type of person. And I think it was, um, for them, it wasn't even childhood trauma. It was, like, childhood, like, neglect. Or it can be, like, so if a parent, also, this is also what can trigger this, is, like, so let's say a parent is really, really nice or condoling towards, consoling, condoling, consoling. Why am I, can't I get that condoling? With, that's not even a word, Paulina is very consoling or compassionate towards a child and then later is a negative repercussion like they'll be like well i was nice to you so you, you, you basically if there's some sort of kindness and then later it is um, met with a negative circumstance the child will associate it that like wow someone's being nice to me right now something negative is to come later and that can also again be reflected later in adulthood and especially will be amplified if uh, another relationship mirrors this which oftentimes if you have some sort of childhood trauma that is not healed you will attract a partner with the characteristics um of usually the parent who was um abusive is a kind of an intense word but the word that comes to mind and may not because they could not even try to be purposely abusive like you know what i mean a mom could have just been busy and not thought about it like the parents could have literally no malintent in their heart like literally they could think that like the parents could have no maliciousness or no no mean to do harm at all i could love the child with their whole heart but their behavior just creates patterns in child's subconscious mind that aren't healthy due to how they're uh rewarding or not rewarding certain interactions like i said if the child is you know opening up and expressing love and the parent isn't reciprocating that that later is a really um a really big issue and so again if that and then in adulthood let's say they're attracted to similar relationship and then that doesn't go well now it's like it's almost like reaffirms in their mind like oh like it basically reaffirms that like love is not safe like this feeling of connection will always you will always end in pain so then what happens if later anyone is kind to them it reminds them of the early of the beginning of that traumatic relationship or reminds them really subconsciously on a deep level of when they were a child and were nice and then their subconscious mind has like a, a alarm that goes off that's like pain is about to come like someone's being nice to me that means that like or feel like they start to get like feelings of like care for, towards someone it's like triggering people literally who um were like this and worked through it will talk about how like it can literally cause panic attacks in you because they're basically so used to feeling either numb or chaos like basically either a sense of chaos or like negative emotion when it comes to relationships friendships just like any sort of anything where there's some sort of bond it can literally be a friendship that has just like friendships still having the basis of love and compassion you know what i mean it doesn't need to be a romantic relationship friend a real friendship should have that baseline of love compassion trust you know a certain sense of vulnerability for a healthy friendship to be formed oftentimes if not most times I mean, everyone's relationships and friendships are different, but these are just kind of, I guess, emotional 
foundations that I think are crucial to have at least one or two of them in a friendship or relationship. But basically later in life or whatever in their life, when they are begin to feel any sort of emotion, usually you know they start to like care about a friend or a partner or whoever it may be or a potential partner at this point. It's so it's so uncomfortable because it's not a familiar feeling. If you were born in like a very loving, kind family, the feeling of like love and support is natural. In fact, if you aren't receiving love and support, that would trigger negative emotion in a healthy person. Um, versus, I mean, obviously to a certain extent, you can't be emotionally relying on other people. But you get what I'm saying. I know I'm so I I play devil's advocate in my mind to everything that I read so that when I speak, I can feel the other side, you know, saying something. So I like to address kind of the spectrum, I guess, to which I'm speaking about. But basically then when also I'm talking about this in kind of in, in a pretty good depth, but also still in oversimplified terms, there are so many more factors, like I said, specifically what could have happened in their childhood, specifically what could have happened in their friendships or relationships in their early or in their life up to this point. So like it's really a person case by case example, but these are some general kind of concepts that I think are really important to understand when interacting with others. Um, so then basically any sort of emotion like that, like care comes up, it's so uncomfortable for them. So they'll, first of all, they won't even usually accept it, obviously, because it's triggering. So for them, it's like their body's out of homeostasis and needs to get back to like that equilibrium. And their equilibrium is usually like not feeling any emotion or feeling like numb, so to say. So either they will, these are the people who like will abandon people out of nowhere oftentimes, like uh, in a friendship sense or in a romantic sense, like they'll literally... Um, you know, like just like abandon the person or they will become almost like they'll self-sabotage and they'll become really rude or like very nasty to the person, whoever it is, to drive them away. Basically, it really depends on their other subconscious beliefs in the person and their experiences. Obviously, everyone is an individual, so it's hard for me to say, but they will do something to eliminate that feeling. So whether that's um, running away, just like not never speaking to them, basically like abandonment or creating a negative outcome per, like in basically trying to you know self-sabotage in the friendship or relationship to remove that feeling of um whatever maybe like they'll usually usually what happens like what i've seen is they'll do something triggering to the other person that the person will react right like i don't know let's say someone i don't i don't know like i can't even think of an example but they'll do something that's like objectively negative and would be socially accepted as wrong the person will react it could be literally their friend this happens in friendships or relationships and then they'll use that as an excuse for them to not be friends or in a relationship with said person or not even relationship but not to engage these people oftentimes won't get into relationships unless they're very um surface level oftentimes with other people who <laughs> have these same issues so usually emotionally closed off people will um not always, because like people can be placed in people's lives as seeds to try to you know crack them open and to just like put key for like just kind of say certain things or show them certain things that like later will just kind of be like a seed. Like it won't probably blossom immediately because of the years of conditioning. You know, one person saying something or showing them something isn't really going to be enough proof, so to say, in their mind to change. And that's like a key point which I'll talk about in a second. But usually, types of people will really want things to be very surface level also it's a way to detect them and if as soon as anything sort of tends to gain some sort of depth which any friendship or relationship will gain depth over time right like a healthy one like let's say you like i don't know just look back at any of my friendships like 
or relationships, if you're hanging out with someone consistently and spending time together, you know, a, an energetic bond, I mean, even on a spiritual level, an energetic cord will become formed. And if you are interacting often, that's, it's being continuously fed with energy. So you do have a strong connection. And so it's very normal um, for someone to want to, you know, talk about a deeper subject and just not talk, talk about surface level things. And that will really trigger that the emotionally closed off person because, again, it, it brings up those feelings that are like a red flag to them. They're so either uncomfortable, they're so like, it's, it's like almost if like, I don't know, I think we have to, you have to think of it this way. So let's say you normally feel pretty good and then you're starting to feel like really fearful or like anxious or depressed out of nowhere, right? Your immediate, your immediate reaction will be like to do what you can to get yourself back into feeling good. So you, I don't know, go for a run, you read a book, you talk to a friend, you will take action to try to bring yourself as much as you possibly can in your control back to equilibrium. So these people, it's like the reverse, like they no normally feel numb or not they don't feel emotion because they have closed that kind of part of themselves off their heart chakra if you usually look at it on like um there's like you know you can get like your a photo of your aura taken and like there's a few i can try to like I forget what the exact term for it is i've gotten actually done twice but it can basically their heart chakra is usually closed um which makes sense because they've closed off like their emotional center like they don't feel so to say and then they will do and if a feeling arises, they're going to do everything they can to get back to that place of not feeling. And so, and that's where I think the the danger comes in is because there's like all these quotes that are like, you know, love someone hard or like everyone, all you need is love. Like all you need is sunshine and love. And it's like, no, some people need deep healing. In fact, love will trigger them. Like if there are people who are on a higher level of this, like on a higher scale of being emotionally closed off, the more you actually try to be loving and kind, it will trigger them more because you are basically putting more emotion, which is not comfortable to them into the situation, right? And they're going to feel that in general and on an and on an energetic level. So you're the part of you're pushing and you're trying to be loving and kind and supportive or whatever, you know, a normal kind of compassionate human would be to them. That's even more triggering. And actually new mind frame talk about that, that will push that person away even harder because it is so uncomfortable. So in fact, like loving someone harder is not, you know, the solution in this, in this case. And so I don't, I just think it's really important to, as you navigate through life, understand that everyone is so vast like yes in terms of you can say like we are one consciousness but someone is like can be the cell of the brain and someone can be the cell of like um i don't mean to be like rude i'm not trying to like this is a whole other topic so i'm not going to get into that but basically it's important to keep in mind that not everyone is like you and doesn't come from um a position or just from the mindset and perception right because if you're like a kind mindful person you think of your actions you're mostly loving you know you're working to heal the things that come up for you you know that's like kind of how where you are in life you just kind of you just feel like you have this power almost to be so healing but you have to remember that like people have gone through such different experiences than you have such different outlooks than you that it's not one it's not your job you know and i've learned that too like I'm an empath and because I can intuitively sense what someone needs to feel better, even before, like even if someone doesn't know why they're upset, I could probably sense why they're upset and what they would need to feel better. But And I would go out of my way and I talk about this in a video. It's actually that video should be going up today. So if you haven't seen this video, I really opened up and explained like a whole thing of like a life realization I had. If you want to watch, it's on my channel, Paulina Barakova. 
the same name that's like on your screen of this podcast but that's my youtube channel if you didn't know um you know lots more content basically what i'm saying is just very important to approach everything with kind of like not a protection of self but to really have this kind of in the back of your mind that not everyone is like you not everyone is as mindful as as you not everyone um is at the same emotional not, not only emotionally mature level as you but emotionally open level as you not everyone just remember not everyone has the same heart as you and there are people who do and when you find them it'll be magical but it's i just it's not safe you know to go in with always the assumption that everyone has is just as open and you know whatever it may be as you and not that you go out with a negative perspective it's just you go out with a knowing you know just like when you cross the street you know it's important to look both ways you know what i mean just like when you drive you know it's important to stop at a stop sign and it's same thing it's like when you go into the world same way like it's just important to know that not everyone is coming from the same space as you um, and then that way you can kind of gain a better understanding. And I mean, obviously, you know, you will see if they're spending time with friends, family, whoever, maybe you will begin to, you know, understand people better and just begin to really look at the way people interact, begin to look where people react. This will give you a really good sense of a person to really one, watch their actions. I mean, first of all, you can just take a look at someone's life and the kind of, I don't say lifestyle, they live in terms of like, uh, clicks class or scale but lifestyle in terms of like what activities are they doing you know are they mindful or do they have any sort of self-practice whether that could be stretching for five minutes in the morning doing a five-minute meditation i don't little like going for a hike do they have any sort of mindfulness or self-connected uh activities or are they just always are they very stressed, chaotic? Are they involved in lots of drugs or alcohol? Which you're not even coming from a judgmental point. I am seriously, I genuinely do not judge, you know, pe- people who do what they do. Like, really, like, I'm like, I've, I truly, like, I don't know, I just, everyone is where they are learning with the lesson that they need to be. And, like, who, you know what I mean? I, I've been in, like, at places in my life where, like, I don't know, maybe I wasn't doing now what I would think would be like the right thing. And so it's like, you can't judge, you know what I mean? Judge because you maybe were not always doing what you thought was the right thing either. So, but it's just important to still for your sake and for your safety to understand people. And so when you, that way can kind of, and you're not judging, you're just taking an objective look, you know, like, um, someone could do yoga and still be an asshole. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's, but you're still just taking that first initial precaution, not precaution, but I, I guess so to say, just to like kind of see where someone stands. You know what I mean? That will allow you to begin to understand someone better. You know, if I meet someone and they're, they, you know, have lots of, have a very self, very like inter- very connected and very mindful and seem very caring and involved in healthy activities the likelihood that they're going to be a better quality person is going to be much higher than someone who's in a chaotic environment doing drugs and alcohol for example it you know what i mean i'm sure you can even look at statistically people who are probably involved in those um, more interconnected activities more mindfulness uh, spirituality related activities for someone who is I don't know, whatever, doing whatever they're doing, they probably are better quality people in terms of how, what kind of friend or relationship partner they're going to be to you. Because you're looking at, you know, if you're going to engage, again, we talked about this before, your time is like, you're, we'll talk about this actually in today's podcast a little bit too, but your time is so, so valuable, which I'll even touch upon that further. But so you, it is important. It's almost like an investment. If you were going to invest in a company, you would research the company. You would look at how, they're, how they've been performing, you know, 
you look at their whatever their business plan or whatever maybe you'd look at an analysis you know you'd see how they've been doing you, you would maybe research the company its history a little bit it's same thing with your time before you're going to invest your time into uh, situations or things you know it obviously there's one thing to follow your intuition sometimes you'll intuitively be have an urge to go do something or whatever maybe but that will feel very peaceful like if you have like a little whisper to go somewhere or do something it'll feel very sweet it'll feel very like effervescent and calm and just really like divine and like almost like a little light flickering light that's like very calm and peaceful with i don't know, like jazz music and just like warm ambient lighting that's like how it'll feel within you obviously if your intuition is leading you somewhere but i'm saying if you're going to if you're not sure if you should have a friend or relationship in your life or you're considering that then i think that this is really important to just you know just take an objective look with no judgment you know what i mean just like you can look at something without judging it you can just like see it see it for what it is and not have any negative feelings towards it or any sort of uh hatred or any sort of at all negative emotion towards it but you can just understand it for what it is just like we can objectively take looks at ourselves and see areas where we should improve doesn't mean we're being judgmental to ourselves doesn't mean that we're we don't love ourselves or that we (laughs) think negatively of ourselves but we can still objectively take a look at ourselves see you know where we can improve where we can be better where we can be a better friend better um, partner better student better employee better um better to ourselves in terms of our spiritual development like we just the same way that we can take that objective look at ourselves we can take that objective look at others without any sort of so to say judgment so i don't know i just think that's a really important topic that's just not talked about enough and i kind of like had it in the back of my mind and i saw new mind frame tweet about it and it just like really got me thinking about how it's very important to understand and i feel like people learn this a little bit usually later in life um that you know this whole concept of kind of what to unpack what someone really has and their subconscious and the way that they view relationships and the way that they act or react because it will you know then obviously affect you if you choose to be involved in their life sort of ties into the next topic which is this theme of letting go which i've really really seen in an intense way not intensely but very prominent and i guess very evident way uh lately or like in the past week or so obviously not only is it a waning moon so it is in general a time for wait let me is looking at me right now as i'm talking smiling with her huge smile if you know her it's so precious um but i love you nugget i love you um but basically not only is it a waning moon so that's in general is a time the energy energy is conducive to letting go or to uh you know or to cleaning out letting go of subconscious beliefs a lot of you guys did my full moon ritual which i highly recommend on my website i have this little guide it's literally like five dollars 555 and it's a whole full new moon ritual and a whole uh a whole new moon and a whole full moon ritual in this one little guide and you can use you literally get the guide once and you do the same exact ritual every single month obviously adapting it to the energy of that new moon or that full moon in particular if you want to be a little bit more specific like you know i mean if it's in pisces you know maybe a little bit more focus on self and creativity and spirituality if it's focused on let's say you know aquarius maybe more freedom self-expression like you're um it'll it'll describe it in the guy but like your affirmations or the things you would write would be more geared to those energies but a lot of you guys did that ritual which i am so happy like if you haven't gotten that i really do suggest it it's like something that's very useful um very clearly outlined and very powerful and does have the power to change your life but aside from that i've just felt in general the energy uh currently is really of letting go and i feel like because 
energetically there's going to be a shift into the fall where kind of like you know people say like the fall is kind of like the harvest like the seeds you've planted in the springtime or even before I guess the desires that you've kind of carried throughout the year it's kind of if you've done in you know the work so to say or you know and don't, I mean people say that phrase I know you start to get overwhelmed you're like did I do the work but you know if you've energetically put it out there and have really been mindful and doing your best like literally if you've just been doing your best or trying to do your best you're you're fine um but basically that's kind of when we begin to we begin to see harvest but oftentimes from the time that we planted the seed to when we're about to watch it bloom we've collected a bunch of stuff like so my sorry my computer like sometimes um it decides to turn the screen off basically from the time you know that we've planted the seeds to the time that the harvest comes almost like we've gathered a bunch of stuff in our basket it's like we have this basket and we we plant our seeds and then from the months of like you know spring to to uh fall it's like we put like a banana in our basket we found a little apple we found some random stuff on the floor you know we have some paper clips a rock like we have all these things in our basket and then when the harvest time comes our basket is full and we don't have room for the things that we were so excited about for the things that we genuinely want it's like we've collected all this like stuff along the way because our basket was empty and so as humans we feel like our basket needs to be full to feel fulfilled like we have to have things in our life we have to have people in our life we have to have situations things to do in our life like that is what people do so we filled our basket with all these things but then when the time comes to harvest our basket is full and doesn't have any room for those things that we genuinely want for those things that you know are worthwhile the things that you have to plan you have to nurture like it's not just a thing that's easy here here and there it's the things that really require you know time energy and focus the things that are worthwhile and things that have meaning to us when those come in our baskets, when we don't have the space for them, that is when the clearing out starts to happen. That's when we start to dump our basket out, you know, recycle, donate. But, you know, that's, this is energetically, I really feel like the time to dump out your basket. If you are feeling in your life that you have people, situations, things you're doing, habits, to to that you need to be removed and it's been hard to get rid of them this is the time because what's going to happen is if you don't clear out this basket at this time then when the things come that are really for you that you've really wanted you literally won't will be blind to them because on an energetic level when your energy is focused in one direction you will not see in others uh everything kind of becomes a sort of perception so if you're focused on a certain situation whether it be a friendship relationship job just habits that don't, don't serve you when those things that are like shiny and beautiful and things that you've wanted that you've that are yours and aren't just um so to say like fool's gold even though pirate is fool's gold and pirate is super powerful but it are basically aren't just a shiny wrapper these are the real real bars of gold right waiting for you you're not gonna be able to perceive of them because you are you're busy you're occupied with your basket so i really strongly feel this like channel message and to say to all of you that if you have been holding on to things that you just know aren't for you but you've been holding up due to comfort this is the time to let it go and I know that in between space is very weird, right? When you uh, get rid of those friends or that relationship or the job or whatever the habits that you've been doing or the activities that you've been participating in that maybe aren't, you know, don't serve your highest good. And then you're kind of like in this in between, like, you're like, okay, but what do I do? I like, am I supposed to sit at home? Like, I literally don't have these activities, but you need to trust that you will be guided. There have, in order for there to be change, there needs to be a shift and you have to create space. It's almost like when you move into a house, the house, yes, at first you move in and it's empty and it's weird right you're like i'm in this empty house but you know little by little or you know some people quickly <laughs> fill up your house and it soon becomes your new home if you were to never come you know what i mean you can't just move from one fold 
filled house and just jump into the next house and all your stuff is there and all your new stuff is there it would be confusing to you you'd be like you'd be like where am i and what is this stuff you know what i mean because it's like think of these houses as kind of different versions of your different seasons or chapters of your life if you're feeling like a new chapter of your life is about to unfold and you need to create the space for it otherwise you know i mean it's like if you're not creating that space it's like there's a gum stuck to the pages and you just can't flip onto the next chapter so right now it's really the time to make sure that you don't put that gum in those two pieces of paper that you can flip the chapter and you do create the space for the things that you genuinely want and like i'm saying i can really sense that that in between is really scary a lot of people and it was scary to me because i've had this experience as well lately where i'm just like i just know certain things just like i'm like are they're fine and they may not be uh, a negative impact on my life so to say but just are not conducive um to the the not conducive to how i want to how i want to feel and not conducive to the life that i know i'm meant to live i guess so to say i'm just trying to put like a blanket phrase over it because it's obviously more difficult to explain than that but basically this is really a time where if you deep down you just like know like oh i sh- every time you do that thing you're like oh i shouldn't have done that or every time you hang out with that person you just are like mm, don't really enjoy that or every time you participate in that activity you just keep thinking about how you're not fulfilled in that and you're almost like why am i doing that And if you're doing things out of comfort and not out of joy this is the time to let go and i and like you can come back to this podcast in a few months i promise you if you come back to this podcast in december and you listen to me and you did create the space no matter how uncomfortable it is at first to sit in an empty house you will have that house filled with things you truly love things that truly bring you joy things that you will have to question if they're meant for you or not meant for you things that will uh really allow you to feel fulfilled and feel like your best self and things that will allow you to feel supported really in the core of who you are and so that's really what's going on energetically at this point and it's really being supported with the waning moon obviously this can continue going on throughout the, you know the month of august and whenever you, it really resonates with you because you know technically messages are timeless so if you're listening to this podcast in october uh then take that you know whatever time may be then you're hearing everything at the right time you need to hear i've watched let's say tarot readings months later or years later and they or a year or so later i think one was and it really been resonated at that time of what i need to hear so whenever you're hearing this trust that it's in the correct times if you're hearing this now and you listen to my podcast weekly and you're you know you're here and you're with it then this is when you need to hear this and you just need to sit with that empty house for a little bit and trust i know that it's so it's like the weirdest feeling when you take the things out of your life that you know like really you're just like "Eh," about or just know that aren't like the this fulfilled amazing you know Uh, like things that you just deep down know aren't for you then it's like this weird in-between feeling but you just need to trust that to sit in an empty house just for a little bit you will slowly it'll begin to get begin to begin (laughs) wow begin to begin it'll begin to be filled you the universe will guide you to the things it could be slowly it could be quickly that will bring you the joy it may start off slow it may start off with just really getting to a sense of inner peace within you may start you start to incorporate activities that really serve you you may start to finally do the things that you've wanted to do maybe like a a class you wanted to take or finally that time to stretch in the evening or the time i don't know to take a yoga class or time to paint or to do the things that you love what's creative that's your art or the things that you just enjoy maybe to be outside or to play a certain sport or the things that you like you almost like didn't even think that you could incorporate in your life because you didn't have the time or space for 
you'll be in begin to slowly bring back the things that very the very things that make you you the very small activities that you enjoy the things and the opportunities to create the energy that really is the essence of you and little by little you'll or even quickly you know you will create that momentum of one thing will come into your house and that will lead you to the path of another thing coming into your house and by the end of the year your house will be truly full with the things that you love and that are just resonate with the essence of you and you will look back and you'll be so happy that you're not sitting in that old house that was comfortable that you knew where every little thing was you knew what was in every drawer, you knew where, you know, whatever, you were super familiar, you could walk around with your eyes closed, you can be so happy that although it was weird to sit in this empty house, you know, in August time, or whenever you're listening to it, that now, uh, months later, or however later it may be, uh, months, weeks, you know, it could uh, days, it could be very different for most people, but you will see, you know, transformations, usually the biggest transformations you can see, or biggest changes, it's always really great to look at on a, um, like a three to six month kind of basis, but you'll be so happy that you took that like leap of faith, so to say, and trusted your inner knowing of what is for you and what isn't for you, even if it's a small, small whisper. It's it's very slight. It's like okay, another metaphor. I guess oh my gosh, two metaphors that I kind of saw this week, which was really interesting. So one is this concept. Okay, so of a wave, right? I was actually at the beach on Sunday. And you know when you're kind of like standing by the shore where it's like the waves are kind of breaking by the water and they're really small and they kind of like lightly push you out of the water. If you're laying in the water, they're kind of super gentle, kind of like pushing you out of the water. Almost the momentum is just like so, so slight. Like that is almost kind of like what your guidance or intuition feels like. It's like this slight little nudge. And if you listen to it and you know what I mean, and you move with it, it'll bring you forward. And these little nudges will bring you forward and forward and forward. And before you know it, they'll bring you to this treasure, right? versus you could but what if you're you're standing still and ignoring it the little wave will hit you you won't move another little wave will hit you you won't move and these little nudges will keep hitting you but you won't be moving with it and then once at one point there's going to be a big wave it's gonna have to go over your head and cover you for you to finally understand so you have the choice to either move with these little waves that will guide you so gently so easily to that which is yours or you'll have to wait for life to like basically for this wave to kind of push you over to push your face into the sand hit basically rock bottom literally so to say or i guess shell bottom and then to realize the changes that you need to make it's like you can flow with the um, you know, with the cosmic energy, the energy of your guides and your intuitive intuition, your higher self, and this kind of universal energy that will bring you, but it requires trust. And this is the thing, like no one wants to take that trust. No one wants to sit in the empty house. It's easy to stand in the water when the little waves are pushing you and you can resist it. It's easy to stay comfortable in the situation you are when the nudges are sort of slight. They don't really push you over. They don't really knock you down. It's like this little, little push, little splash against your leg. And, you know, you can stay grounded and comfortable and where you are it's harder to understand that wow i'm being pushed forward i'm being pushed forward and it's almost like the world is just trying to push me out of the situation or whatever it may be or out of these habits and ways of being that no longer are for me or no longer resonate with the essence and core of who i am than it is to move and another metaphor i had which kind of comes back to the concept of time it's like if you flow with the world things will happen in the correct time you know and this is like such an interesting concept we would rather sometimes stay 
in an uncomfortable situation or a situation that we know doesn't really serve us where maybe we're not getting what we want we're not being treated the way we want we not don't aren't in be in the whatever if you're not in the career or not in the situation that you want in general or your living situation whatever it may be it's easier just to stay in that right and because we have almost this fear that like there's not going to be something better it's almost like that or not even maybe not even that to, to such an extreme but just like the comfort of being there is is oh, there's like a quote oh my gosh that i wanted to read to you but basically it's like the comfort of being where you are is is basically more is easier than to take that leap of faith because it's almost like to go into that unknown to go into the empty house to leave that that those things that aren't for us and trust that they'll come because we have this concept of time right like we just want everything quick it's almost like why people who um uh like one like monkey bar i guess from one situation to the next situation to the next situation no one wants to be in that unknown they almost want to always have this guaranteed answer this guaranteed map this guaranteed vision of where they're going they're going to be but you end up in the most incredible places when you don't have that map when you just trust your instincts it's almost like if you're exploring and you throw away the map and you just go where your heart leads you you end up in the most beautiful places and the same goes for you know life in that sense where if you just let go of this control and listening to know exactly where you'll be and if not i'm not in this situation then how how do i know for sure i'm going to be in another good situation and it's like you don't know for sure but you trust and that trust is what allows it into your life um and so this quote that um and she's amy lee she's also on youtube and instagram but she posted in one of her it's like her instagram caption and i've heard this quote before but i love it and i'm glad that she kind of reposted this recently it's which do you want the pain of staying where you are or the pain of growth so it's like you can stay where you are and this little pain will eat away at you because you'll deep down know that something's not for you the situation the activities you're participating in or little aspects of your life that you are allowing maybe and just and maybe even your own behavioral patterns that you keep repeating and repeating knowing that that's not really you it's not really what you deserve it's not really how you should be but that and that pain will eat away at you little by little by little by little versus you know the pain of growth maybe it may be uncomfortable at times like i said but that pain will be lead to some sort of you know result if that even is going to be pain you know like pain is kind of an intense word but that unknowingness or maybe uncomfort in certain times is going to lead, you know, it's like, what would you rather have? Would you rather this eating away your pain that just continues and continues? And over time, when you look at how much you endure, it'll be like this great amount versus kind of this, these moments of maybe uncomfort that later lead you to the path and lead you to the place that is truly for you where you don't have a doubt. And, you know, instead of pain, there is a sense of joy and fulfillment. And another last metaphor that we will kind of, and that goes into kind of the whole concept of how I was saying about how your time is really your currency and how where you're spending it is so important and so has such a vast impact on you. So basically, you know, if like if you're spending your time in activities or things that don't serve you, that adds up and that's where you're investing your energy. I talk about this more in my YouTube videos. I'm not going to touch upon that. If you want to really understand why even one hour of your week really changes your whole life in terms of what you manifest, in terms of your consciousness and perspective and kind of like what that links you to in terms of, um, I guess in terms of like understanding like a cosmic map of possibility, then watch my YouTube video. But the last metaphor I will leave you with 
it's this metaphor of like okay so i walked mia yesterday and i you know I, she pooped when we were outside a coffee shop i wrapped up the poo and i put it in my car because there was no trash can nearby and i didn't want to walk rewalk into the coffee shop because there was a dog there and she'll bark at the dog okay so i was like i'll just throw it away when i get home basically i ended up forgetting and i had to drive around basically with that poop i woke up the next morning to drive i got back in in the evening i had to drive around with that poop versus normally we go for a walk and you know i walk walk in and i immediately throw it away so like the poop is disposed of like the second i walk in uh since the second that i get home and it kind of got me thinking about how it's like a metaphor it's like we can drive around with this poop as long as we want or we can just throw it away you know it's like you i I, you know it smelled kind of bad but if i roll down the window you can smell it after two minutes so it's like it's comfortable like yeah it's easier for me just to like drive i can keep the poop in the car and keep driving around you know it's it's more difficult to make it a priority to immediately when i walk in um dispose of it like make sure like not be lazy not not i should have just walked back into the coffee shop and held her in my hand you know what i mean and just gotten rid of it or i should have immediately when i got home then uh went back to my cards and as i realized i didn't take it but i was just kind of like i don't want to go back down there uh you know like i don't want to go back and outside to the parking and then go grab it and then there you go you know basically you can just choose like you have that choice of whether to throw the poop away right away or just to drive around with the poop and that's kind of again ties back into the same lesson of like you can stay doing what you're doing you can drive around with the poop as long as you want roll down the windows you're fine or you can take that more difficult step and just throw away the poop right away and almost it kind of extends further to if a situation or a person or something something you're seeing in your life energetically or whatever it may be isn't working for you and you know isn't good for you and so basically it's poop then just throw it away stop letting it be in your life stop thinking that maybe the poop will stop smelling maybe the poop will turn into something better you know maybe yeah maybe the poop will just like inside like evaporate it won't be poop anymore maybe the poop will turn into gold it's not you know if something you've identified you can clearly sense or your intuition is nudging to you that it's poop it's poop so throw it away stop giving the poop a chance stop driving around with it stop staying in situations that you don't like stop working on things you don't like stop saying yes to things that you don't want to do if you if you don't have to you can start throwing the poop out right away out of your life so you have room for the things that do matter and the room for a clean car so that was everything i hope again you guys enjoyed if you got to the end i'd love to hear for you guys a screenshot if you didn't already and tag me on instagram so i can repost you again if you want i talked a little bit more about the time and how like that links to consciousness a really good conversation in my video today if you want to go check that out i think it'll be i think it'll be really powerful and have a great impact and hopefully be of inspiration and service and of value to you in your life check that out um if you ever have an extra minute you know i'm not going to be one to press you if you're ever in a rush or whatever maybe but if you ever have an extra minute maybe you're listening at home or you're lounging and you could just rate the podcast it really helps the message just get out to more and more people and helps our community expand and you know more and more people get the clarity and find a community that gets it so if you do and you all have that time it really from the bottom of my heart genuinely means the world to me if you could leave a review i love you guys so much i feel like we had a really great conversation today if anything resonated with you be sure to comment on my last instagram photo what you thought about the podcast whatever my last photo is on there let's start a conversation whenever you listen to this podcast just comment on the last photo because it's the one i normally know we'll check 
regardless of when you listen to this if now or in a week whatever my last photos comment what your thoughts are in the podcast if you had any interesting ideas or something that resonated with you if it's a bit more personal you can always dm me on instagram you can just search my name paulina bergo on instagram and you should be able to find me there i love you guys so much thank you guys for tuning in i hope you guys have a great rest of your day whenever you're listening to this podcast i will catch you guys next week next thursday on they don't get it